Bulls Gold is delivered to you via the Barroom Network, now in its seventh year of providing podcasts about Chicago sports, movies, and more. Make sure to subscribe to the Barroom Network for free and easy downloads of its programming. And visit its merchandising store at deepdishtees.com to purchase t-shirts, hoodies, and mugs. Now, on with the show. Gold here on the Barroom Network. I'm Edward Schuler. Joined as always by Salim Sudawala. Salim, how you doing today, man? Ed, I'm good. It's a beautiful Saturday morning. Uh, Bulls are back in action. Um, about a weird, a weird result considering, like, you know, who they played the first two games. You, you would think that they would have split. If they split, it would have been like a loss on the road against Miami and a win on the road against yeah. the Wizards, but. It happened the other way around. Um, still, like, you know, really good game. DeMar is still DeMar. Um, you know, Vooch is back. Everything's going well for the most part. Obviously, Zach is, has been missing. So, we're, we got we to gotta see if he plays tonight. He is available. So, I don't know if that means that he's going to actually play um, because they're just saying he's available. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what that means necessarily if they're, if they're going to put him in the lineup. We'll find out, but how are you doing, man? I'm good. Uh, we are coming off the first two games of a season. As you mentioned, the Bulls uh, splitting games on the road against Miami uh, with a win and a loss to the Wizards last night, 102-100. Really close game. And now they're starting the first of three games on their home stand tonight with the home opener against the Cleveland Cavaliers. So everything is getting in the full swing. We're loving DeMar DeRozan. Patrick Williams is getting beat down by everyone online. And it's crazy. So uh, we, we got a lot to get into today. So uh, what better way to start with reactions to the beginning of a season than bringing in just some of the best people that you will ever meet and talk to and listen to in the Bulls community, John Sabine, Matt Peck, and Big Dave. Guys, welcome back to Bulls Gold. Glad to have you back on, man. Bulls Outsiders! Forever! <laughs> hey! Yes, sir. I'm with that. All I want to know right now is how many hours of sleep Daddy John has gotten in the last week. That's Yo. the most important question. <laughs> we talk about it. the Bulls all the time. I, I need to catch up with my friend John. This is so nice. Also, this is the gold <laughs> standard of Bulls podcast, first of all, to be on this one. And oh, really? oh, man. I'm actually getting my bit. I, we have like the chillest kid. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> so I'm, I'm feeling well rested in. I woke up at six, but other than that, I'm great. Oh, uh, <laughs> I rolled out of bed roughly 45 minutes before we hopped oh, on the Zoom. Yeah. Call. Oh my god! I, I'm oh, mad. That's amazing. So I go I back. That sounds bit. awesome. But he's chill. <laughs> yeah, I had two kind of intervals of sleep. I, I, I kind of fell asleep early after the Bulls game. Like I just was super tired, but then I woke up in the middle of the night and I was back up for a couple hours, and then I went back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, that sounds nice, awesome. man. 
Yeah. Oh, John, John, I sent you, I sent you some baby clothes, man. You did? <laughs> yeah. I should be buying you clothes. Well, figure. Uh, <laughs> Matt, Matt, I'm not Matt, against that. Buy me Matt, clothes, sir. Matt, Matt, Matt actually got us our first baby gifts. Uh, bulls onesies immediately. Nice. Oh, like, that's why, why, wait, clothes. why is he celebrating? Because <laughs> I won. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking at? Matt was in a competition with everyone. I mean, he beat us. When you, he beat when our you get the beautiful, happy, what joyous news that a, a dear friend or family member of yours is expecting a newborn baby. Uh-huh. There is a race to be the first one to send them baby clothes. Some <laughs> kind of gift. Y'all, Matt's mom sent us gifts. It was like the nicest thing in the world. And so, but I, so I go, I um, went uh, for the Bulls opener uh, uh, against Miami. I was like, we got to dress them in the Bulls and then change them into Mavs stuff for, uh, you know, they came. And she was like, he's outgrown them both already. <laughs> and, I was like, and I was like, oh man, is that, is that how babies work? I don't know. Uh, yeah. That's how babies work, man. Yeah, but, yeah, but we're thrilled. I'm, I'm, I'm talking Bulls. I, it's yeah. I feel like I feel like the vibe should be high right now. Yeah, they're a fun team still. Uh yes. even with mostly being uh upset about the offseason of doom and gloom, they're a fun team still. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, they are they're still really fun to watch. Both of these games have been really entertaining. So let's let's get into it. So we'll start with we'll start with you, John. What stuck out to you in these first couple of games that the Wolves have played? What's the guy to be? I mean, besides DeMar DeRozan is that guy. Yeah. And I think I'm, a, I think I'm someone who is that dumb and I'm like, Oh, who won't be, he, there's no way he'll be as good. Right. But I don't, he, he is, he should be in the most valuable, like there's two games, obviously. But if you look at his work from last year, like uh, the word valuable is the important word of that award. And it's not best player. And right. it's not like most talented or who would you want? <laughs> uh, he is the most he he that guy does everything and without him it would we'd be a completely different team we'd probably be tanking and so he's been unbelievable in a way that it's hard to not get super excited because i do think he can go head to head pound for pound with any of the players in the league and best them or hold his own and so that's been my takeaways i think i think i've leaned towards demar detractor i don't know why i just love hating on things um and uh I'm like, oh, you idiot! He's fantastic. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know why. I, I was just expecting a drop off. Like, I don't know why that. I thought it was an outlier because he's always been really good. Yeah, it, it was always the like this with the Spurs. He was people didn't pay attention what he was doing there. It just that that mid range game was like he had improved a lot. He only difference with the Bulls is he just his usage is higher. That's it. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he's my takeaway, and negatively, Pat Williams is another takeaway. But I'm yeah. sure we'll get to that. Matt, how about you? Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, uh, I'm with John. The, the, the biggest thing so far through two games is Demar's averaging 34 and a half points. Still got it. Um, and <laughs> you know, crazy. I know, like Salim, you've been making the point about. It's just higher usage, but he was doing this. You know, this he's been this efficient for a few years now. That's the other thing I think the the non-believers of DeMar overlook is not only, you know, it's it's just something that he has done for a long time at an elite level. He's just doing a little bit more of it is that the skills that DeMar uses to be dominant on a basketball court have very little to do with like high flying, leaping athleticism. 
So if he ages from 32 to 33, guess what? He still has the footwork. He still has the pump fakes. He still has the ability to get to his spots in the mid-range, knock him down with one of the smoothest strokes in the NBA, or get to the free throw line. That's not going to change from being 32 or 33. Um, And he's proved that to us in these first two games. Um, The other thing, you know, obviously, yeah, Pat's been frustrating, but I think the, the second biggest takeaway for me in these first two games, especially without Zach, is that second unit is a lot of fun to watch because it's like chaotic and frenetic and they're running up and down the floor until it's not fun because there's too much chaos and too much frenetic and they can't get good looks. They're turning the ball over. They don't know where to go late in the shot clock. So, you know, you almost never saw Billy have both Jamar and Zach off the floor at the same time last season. Mm -hmm. With Zach resting in the knee and, oh, dear God, we, you know, whatever's going on there. When DeMar's getting his rest, this team, it's like a circus of crazy. And sometimes it's fun crazy and sometimes it's bad crazy. And they need to figure that out. Yeah, 100%. Um, it's it's like you have, you have some, you know, ball handlers in the second unit. But I, I always get kind of frustrated when, like, Caruso, I love Caruso, right? We love Caruso for the things that Caruso does, but like I get frustrated when he tries to handle the ball in the half court because he just can't do it. And yeah. he always like when he drives, he kind of drives aimlessly into the into the paint because he's kind of doing that like that Draymond thing where he's driving, but then he's not going to really shoot. So then he kind of throws the ball up in the air. Like is he trying to pass it or shoot it? What's he doing here? Like what's going on? Like just like just cut it out. Just don't do it. Do it anymore. <laughs> Uh, DeMar DeRozan, I mean, is the obvious answer about who stands out. Um, it's just been incredible. It's just, it's just fun watching people be wrong about him. It, it really is. Right. And, and people were definitive and on it about how it's over and trash and that's it and he's done and all of that. They were very sure in their wrongness. And, and that's just fun to watch. <laughs> it really is. It's, it's really fun to watch that. Um, he'll just continue to just be elite and we'll still question it. And I'm, I guarantee you, it will still be questioned the entire season for him. Like, yeah, he did it again, but can he do it again? Like it's going to continue to be questioned. The more he keeps doing it, people are going to just keep questioning it. So I'm, I'm going to just keep enjoying that. Um, Vucevic has definitely stood out uh, for me. Uh, what does he have? Like 19 and 15, I think right now. Right. Uh, on, like a 57% true shooting percentage. <laughs> like he is, He's been solid. That game yesterday, it, the, actually the first two games are show you just the kind of good player he is. When something isn't working, then I'm going to go do the other thing really, really, really well. And he, the first game, you know, the shooting wasn't there. Um, but he said, okay, I'm going to go ahead and grab 17 rebounds. How about that? How about I play some, some really good defense against Bam Adebayo? How about that? How about I do those things? Oh, yeah, that'll help you? Great, I'll do that. He comes in the next game. Again, not not shooting well. Okay, well, give me the ball. I'm going to bang in the post, and I'm going to get fouled every time and not miss a free throw. Okay, and then I'm going to get uh, Porzingis, uh, John's favorite former player, oh, get Porzingis yeah. up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get him up out of here real quick with these six fouls. How about I do something like that? And, yeah, he's out of there. So that's what good players do and what we always have tried to explain about Nikola Vucevic, about the difference between him and other centers is – Sometimes other centers can't get their best thing taken away from them. That's it. It's over. 
And he's such a five tool center that you can't, you're not going to take away all five. Like one of those things is going to work for him. So he's like, okay, I'll do these other things until everything else gets right. And again, this in two games, if he's doing that and he's looking like he's looking, I'm, I'm very excited for him. And also defensively, he stood out. Yeah. So shout so out to him for that. The defensive part has been like, like, like last season. I always complained that people were a little too harsh on his on his defense, um, like especially because he was mostly doing his job. Like he wasn't going to cover for everyone else, but he was doing his role. But this season, he's been even better. Like he's looked quicker. His feet look. He's mm-hmm. moving a lot quicker. Like you, you see him defending at the level on the on the pick and roll. And then, so he's getting up high on the uh, uh, in the on the per, in the perimeter, and then he's quickly moving back and getting back and protecting a rim too. Like he's been running around on that on that court a lot more, a lot more mobile. He looks too. Like he just like I don't know if like I know people talked about him slimming down. I don't know if that's been a factor. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, it's been a factor. Yeah, but yeah, he just looks so much like different on the defensive end yeah. as well. And also, I want to one more thing. I want to shout out Kobe White also. Because I like what I'm seeing from Kobe White and how he's playing. And, you know, I've been a Kobe White defender for a long time. I've been on that island for a minute. And it's it's just good to see him forget the, forget the play and move on to the next one. That's the best thing I can say about what he's doing now. He's not putting it all on his shoulders, on whether defensively or offensively. Whether he hits the shot, misses the shot, whatever he does, he's on to the next play. And I like that from him, man, because sometimes, you know, you remember you would see it like he would, think about it, linger, and then he go one on four, you know, trying to make up for it. You know what I mean? And he, he's not doing that now. He's taking his time, finding his flow. He's not forcing anything. Uh, he's going inside. He's shooting the three. Like, he's doing all the – and he's playing – he's being solid on defense. This is all I need him, just stay in front of people and do that. So he's doing those things, and I, I really appreciate what he's doing. Yeah, Will, like, Will last night, uh, the GOAT said it best. Like, yeah, look, defensively it's so frustrating sometimes with him. Um, but offensively, he's doing what we need. Like he's hit, knocking down threes. Um, like the hate for him has gotten absurd. Like Bulls fans have gotten crazy with like the Kobe hate. It's like y'all need to relax. Like get this guy off my team. I hate him. Like dude, what the hell? Like what are you watching? It's like oh my god, look, you guys are just looking. Boots, Kobe, like yeah. this team would have nobody. Bulls fans <laughs> are on one recently. Doesn't it feel that way on Twitter? Like it feels, yeah. like, no, it no, feels sure, like it's no. been a full moon no. for recently? a month and a half. Recently. <laughs> <laughs> And, but it feels right, more. Man. It feels more. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was. I think because people were like mad about the off season in a way that I was like, "What did we think would happen? Like, what? What do? You, like, do you think people were gonna take, like Lebron was like twenty ten? Lebron was gonna take his talent somewhere? Like, what, <laughs> nothing happened this off season. What are people mad about? And on really on the topic of yeah, the but off we didn't get Rudy Gobert for Kobe White and I like know. Uh, you know a second round pick. John. Thank God. So. Oh my God. <laughs> Well, Truly, it's funny because really on the topic of the offseason, Andre Drummond and Goran Rodgers have looked good so far. Yo, and they, yeah. in my, <laughs> so like my takeaway, yeah, like my takeaway right now is that if the Bulls do manage to get healthy, so if Lonzo Ball does come back, Zach is coming back tonight, Caruso and if Caruso and Io move back to the second unit at any point this season, the Bulls look like a team that has a lot of depth in that second unit and a lot of different options. So to me yes. with Drogers and Drummond playing really well, both vets, both playing in some, some big games, there's, there's a lot of potential here. And 
it's it's looking like two pretty decent signups. I mean, they're not game changers, but it's filling out your bench and it's upgrading some players from the last couple of seasons that we didn't really want to put in those situations. And they're not. I, I would say the first game, right, right, exactly. You're not building with like they already are who they are. But I would say that game it was a game changer in game one because yeah. Dragic is probably yeah. the second reason they won that game. I mean, um, my, revenge game. Right. Yeah. Like, right. Exactly. Yeah. If it weren't for him, they would have. They would have completely lost. The, Here's a. I have a question for you guys. Who who real. played better, Kyle Lowry or Goran Dragic in that game? Oh, Dragic. 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 They, they chose Lowry over him, over him, right? They traded him away for Lowry. Right. They did. Right. They did for bit. My man Biscuit, as I call him. <laughs> Look, Dragic. Dragic is used to waking gotta, up. He said, "What? <laughs> Go ahead, finish, please." Oh, I'm no, sorry. I was gonna say Dragic is used to waking up on Miami and going off for buckets, man. So that wasn't really anything for him. Like it wasn't nothing new. <laughs> he slept yeah, in his true. apartment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> right. And I, I need you to help me on 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 drum. I call. I I think Drummond is like Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Okay. Like like he he does something boneheaded and then he makes up for it immediately you know what i mean and, yeah. and then he does something great and then, then at the same time does something boneheaded and i, I ride a <laughs> wave of emotions <laughs> watching him play because i don't know how to feel it's, it's so weird man i need you to help me with this man i like, think i, I think he just needs to make a rule for andre that's like hey man you do a lot to help our team but anytime you're on the court in a game and i see you put the ball on the floor Hundred laps tomorrow. Right. I don't care if we're laps. practicing as a team or not. You are running a hundred laps. That's not what he does, like- but he thinks he has this incredible ball handling ability. And it's like, no, nah, dude, you're Andre Drummond. Crash the boards, run for lobs, do not dribble. Bad things happen when Drummond tries to dribble. No, yeah, he does. He tries. He think like he gets in his head that he's like a guard and. Or he has guard skills and he can do yes, these things. Man. Look, y- y'all, y'all say this right now, but wait until my man starts shooting mm-hmm. threes. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even mad about that. Honestly, I'm not even mad about him shooting threes. I'm, I'm like, he's hitting them and he looks normal doing it, and he looked normal shooting free throws. And you know, he's a horrific free throw shooter. He's like 47, percent yeah. but yeah, he's, he's been solid. last night, and they were the first ones he had missed. He right, was, I think it was like nine for and nine, nine attempts. Yes, yeah. Yeah. exactly. Like, so I'm not, I'm not sure. Tr- it's just those things, like like Slimin to talk the the dribbling, like ah, I'm gonna give you the hezzy right here. No, bro, I don't I don't need that. Or not, you know, a defender coming to him and he doesn't go for the block. You know what I mean? He just lets him <laughs> go ahead and score. Or it's just it's just randomness. It's it's just real random acts of wild thing, like with Andre Drummond. That should be his TV show. I, random I acts of wild. <laughs> I gotta Andre roll Drummond. with it, man. Good Dre and bad Dre, man. I gotta roll with it. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah, it's yeah. better than, than the alternative. No, yeah, no, it's for sure. It's better than what I mean. Dre and Mr. Drummond. Those are the two sides of it. <laughs> Dre and Mr. Drummond. Yeah, that, that, that nails it. No, it's, uh, their chemistry's been really good too. Like Dragic and and Drummond's like they yeah. like they just know where like Dragic knows where Drummond's going to be on the court and and just like they have this thing like look, I'm just going to lob it up and I know you're going to go up and just finish the finish right yeah i mean, really I mean their their two man game is the most steady part of that second unit offensively so far right which <laughs> like cool and it does as ed was saying prove that those signings were <laughs> underwhelming as they may have been in the eyes of the fan base useful like those guys combined to play 40 plus minutes off the bench last night that's something 
but it's also not ideal. If the best thing your second unit offense has going for it is Goran throwing these ridiculous prayer lobs up to Drummond and hoping that they connect. Yeah, no, for sure. And you know, it's funny. Like I kind of compared it, uh, uh, last couple of weeks, I've been kind of comparing it to like the, uh, Garrett temple signings. Oh, oh God. Like Garrett, like Garrett temple, like people were upset about the Garrett Temple solid. signing earlier, but he was solid. He was productive. He ended yeah. up being the best like perimeter defender for the Bulls. Yeah, he did. Um, and and he like he did a lot of good things. And but like I'm not like, and I'm it's saying already like, better than Garrett Temple. Guy. Oh no, I'm just saying like people were upset. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying it. People were upset about oh, okay. like, uh, like in the sense that oh that's all he did. That's all AK did. Signed Garrett Temple, and then Garrett Temple being a he did end up being a big part of the rotation that season, and he was like valuable for the team. And when he was out, the Bulls missed his defense. They 100% did. So I'm just kind of saying, like, in that sense, like, so far, I feel like AK has, at least so far, like, obviously, we're only two games in, but he's hit free agency every offseason. Like, he hasn't had a bad free agency. He hasn't set out. Yeah. So far. Not at all. He hasn't. Even if it's not been a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Even if, even yeah, if no, it's not right. been a big move, like he's still so far, he's he's been very good in free agency. And again, I don't hate the drumming move. I don't. I'm not no, mad. Exactly. I, it's just I'm trying to. I'm asking, hey, how do I enjoy it? Like, because it's hard for me to enjoy because it's it's like this the whole time. It's like, <laughs> no, what are you doing? Okay, oh god, great, that was awesome. Like, just, all in one play. You just got you know what I mean. You just got to accept my man's for who he is. If you accept him for who he is. <laughs> I don't think that's a good thing because I, I didn't like him coming in. I shouldn't do that. You know, that's I need another way. I need another. I need another way to do it because because again, I know he's good. And again, like he had yeah. ten points, ten rebounds yesterday. Like all effective. You know what I mean? All these things I see him like he's effective and he's better than I don't have to see Tony Bradley ever again in my life. And that's awesome. And I appreciate him so much for those things. But I, I'm just trying to figure a way I, to enjoy it constantly. I gotta, so I gotta, maybe you're right. Maybe I gotta, I just I gotta, gotta, I gotta think of something. Yeah. But like right okay. now, I'm thinking of it like, all right, the bigger the mistake, the bigger he's gonna make up for it. So, oh, I like that. Okay, okay, <laughs> that helps. You know what? That helps. That definitely helps. Okay. So if he get back, so he's like, yeah. he's like a bad, bad, uh, a cool father. Yeah. You know, there we who, go. Who, who forgets to pick you up. And then when he gets there, he gets you, and then he takes you to like the Chuck E. Cheese or something like that. There we okay. go. So like, if he if he goes <laughs> isolation and tries to take somebody off the dribble, you know, on the other end, he's gonna make a crazy play that helps us win the game. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Ed. See, I knew you had. Thank you, Ed. That that helped a lot. That really did. That helped. Thank you. That was for sure. We, we, we oh, think sorry, about yeah, a yeah, so we think about a player like Drummond who has made these mistakes and is really high risk, high reward. But uh, kind of transitioning into a player like Iota Sumu who seems to be doing mm-hmm. everything relatively well and rising to the occasion started really well in Miami didn't have as great of a game against Washington but as the starter has looked really good his he's taking more threes still the same defense looking like a very promising player the upside might have been a little understated in the past but I'm loving what I'm seeing from Io so let me start with you Dave what do you mm-hmm. think about how Io has looked this season are are we sleeping on his upside long term? Like, what do you, what do you think? Are you asking them about their Ooh. coworker? Ah, yeah, well, that's, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's, that's true. That's a conflict of interest. Then. <laughs> what? 
I forgot oh, about yeah. that. That yeah, might yeah, be a conflict of interest. I'll contact their HR. But yeah, you're asking a question about their, <laughs> about their I forgot about which that. Is such, which is very cool. It's just very yeah, cool. There was one moment we watched the game oh, last night at the studio, and Io was like checking into the game, and I I go, Dave, I was like, hey, look, it's our friend. <laughs> <laughs> we, know, we know him. We know all your timesheets. <laughs> oh, sorry to interrupt the question. I really hijacked. No, no, you're no, good. No, it's good. No, you're you know what's funny, John? Like. Honestly, John, the first thing I was going to say is I want to hear what John has to say about this. And then I was going to go into it. That was literally the first thing I was going to oh, say. And then, you, and then you beat me to it. This is why I Sorry. like you, bro. Sorry. Um, no, that's why I love you. Like, I if, really want to hear you. <laughs> no, I really wanted to hear you. I mean that sincerely. That is sincerely what I was about to say. And then you said that. And that's awesome. That's called a connection, sir. Um, I love I love what I'm seeing from Mario. He's he's doing everything that. He he that they said that I watched him work on uh, kind of in the offseason. I like that thing. Like I like when you see a guy and they sh- and you see videos and stuff they're working on in the offseason that it's not just videos of them doing stuff in the offseason. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you'll see people doing things like, oh, man, that looks nice. And then you don't see it translated all to the game. Like, no, you saw Io uh, working on his footwork, working on his handles and working on his shot. You saw all three of those things and you see them. I saw all three of those immediately in Miami he's doing stuff there there was a play where he got the ball on in transition and he threw it to him over the half court line and he got it and then I can't remember the player who who stood there I think it was Caleb Martin stood there for a charge you know Miami loves taking charges they're like a college team they take charges and shoot threes (laughs) and and he stood there for a charge and I mean Io just put a move just a real quick uh, on him and went left and I was like, oh, and I jumped out of my seat and I went crazy. And I'm like, dude, did y'all just see that shit? Like, it was just that little kind of thing. And I saw him do it um, with Kyle Lowry. And Kyle Lowry, the king of charges, tried to stand there and take one. And he kind of Euro-stepped him and went around him for a layup. And it was just really excellent. He's learned that it's hard to call a charge if, if you're not coming full on. If you're coming full on, charges are easy. But he's moving and, go- and still going to where if they fall down, he hits them in the shoulder. They're not going to call a charge if you hit somebody in the shoulder. You know what I mean? That's just contact. That's just what that is. So watching him work on that and now have that in his game excited me. Watching him pass the basketball has excited me. One of the things I wanted to see was him have 4.5 assists a game. He had five in the first game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, second game, I think everybody was off. I think he had two in the second game. Everybody was off in that second game. But – he, he, he looked better doing that. He looks better controlling uh, the team as a point guard, as a leader. And that's the third thing was the leadership, the point guardsmanship, as I talk about often, the leadership that he has talking to Drummond after Drummond had that technical foul. You know what I mean? Like, dude, what are you? Come on, man. We need you, man. We, we, come on. Let's get this together. Like you see him talking more. You see him more vocal with guys. You see, I see him uh, talking to refs a little bit more. We didn't see that in the rookie year. You know, we didn't see that, but now he's talking a little bit more. He's being a little more vocal and that just comes from growth and being comfortable. You know what I mean? And you see that happening with him. And then you add in the scoring, you know, the 17 points, three point shooting that looked better. And you got it. You're going to have yourself a really good point guard. So yes, the growth of IO has, has definitely been exciting for me. Uh, Matt, how about you? Uh, what have you seen from IO like that you've really been impressed with? Um, just in his total totality of his game. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Dave covered a lot of the work he put into his game in the offseason that's already evident through two games. 
um, the the strength that he's put on his body. Um, you notice it already on both ends of the floor helping him out. He's done a really good job, I think, fighting over and around and through screens on the perimeter in these games more so than he did last year. And that's huge. And that's just a, a young player adding more muscle and having the strength to fight through that kind of defense. Um, and it's also giving him more confidence attacking the basket. And like, I know he got stuffed at the rim a couple of times in their game against Washington last night, but he has the confidence to drive to the basket. And I think that'll continue to grow the, you know, with, with this strength that he's added. Um, you know, Dave touched on the fact that his shot's getting better too. The release is quicker. The form looks better. It's a lot smoother than it was his rookie year. I think he's well on his way to being a viable three-point threat, which is huge. Um, but so to me, the thing that really stands out beyond all of the impressive X's and O's stuff and the physicality that he's added to his game is that he's continuing to show, as he did his rookie year, how freaking composed he is on an NBA court for a guy this early in his career. Nothing ever phases him. Nothing ever really. He's he he never sh shrinks away from big moments. Um, you know, and I know we talked about it on our post game after the Heat game uh, on Wednesday night. But like that moment he had with Andre Drummond when Drummond was just acting an absolute fool, got attacked after a dumb offensive foul, and here's Io, you know, eight nine years younger than Drummond, telling him, "Hey man, chill, chill." We need to close this game. And it's, you know, we saw him doing that with DeMar, his rookie year, when DeMar was getting frustrated about a no call or whatever. And, and he's like saving DeMar from getting a tech because he knows that he, you know, they need him out there. That kind of stuff from a guy who's just now entering year two is not normal. It, it's, it's not like I was the only young player who demonstrates those leadership capabilities this early in his career, but it's certainly a rarity. And the fact that the Bulls found themselves a player like that is, Incredible in the second round at that. That's hey, that's, that's pretty yeah. crazy. True indeed. Yeah, John. Really, the, like the the gospel of Io to soon was spreading because yeah. like everyone is jealous that the Bulls got this guy mm -hmm. so late in the second round, and he's he looks like he's his potential. Like people, like we've been saying, even Ed mentioned his his potential is underrated at this point. Um, John, go ahead and uh, like what? Oh, else I mean, seen? look, what else can be said? Like, right? He's he's awesome. Uh, as someone who also likes another team, very jealous. Like, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're like, but, but, oh, like he's a starting point guard on an Eastern Conference playoff team in his second year as a second rounder, and it's not even really his position. Incredible. It, you know, it's funny. Like, Dave mentioned, obviously, the offseason stuff he does. And, you know, everyone has things that they do in the offseason. Like, people post mixtapes of what they're working on and whatever. Um, but, like, obviously, Io kind of had a quiet as far as hype is concerned on what he was working on. We randomly saw a little bit of things here and there. Yeah. But the I stuff that, that we saw, like, you know, the, mm -hmm. but the stuff that he saw, like, he was working on his, he was working on his jumper, especially like, pull, that pull-up jumper. Um, he was working on his balance. Like, he talked about his footwork and things like that. Like, he was doing, like, those one-legged squats, essentially, that kind of helps mm -hmm. him like, keep his body control. Um, and we've already seen that translate. Like, like remember when he was um, when he stole the ball and he was like, uh, obviously you talked about his, the Euro stuff and stuff. But when he stole the ball, he was kind of tightroping that baseline uh, to just keep stay stay in bounds, and so he could you know continue to continue to play instead of you know having it being just the, the other team's ball still. And obviously the shooting we're seeing 
um, like you guys, you mentioned, it's translating the work that he put in. We're seeing it now. And that's just like amazing to see, like, you know, everyone has whatever they do in the off season, but sometimes you don't really see the, like, like, oh, yeah, we saw you all this stuff that you supposedly worked on, but none of I, I don't want up. to see the off season. I like it when it's like, you know, I, I, whenever it's like performative, like Pat Bev and Tim's running on the beach or something, you're like, <laughs> you're like, what are you doing? Like, you know, like, I don't mean, like that is like the bare minimum. You don't get credit for working on your game. Uh, I like it. Like Jordan, like I was, would Jordan ever, would he have social media if he was in a different era? Like, I, I just don't see it. He either have it or he'd be like KD and just start like respond to everything and like, be like, be like, he would trash talk. Everyone. Yeah. He would just like, just like make, make people cry. But like, it's like, just work. Like this is the bare, you don't get credit for doing your job for millions of dollars. I think, I think Jordan would be like Kobe, uh, social media wise like i don't think so would, i don't think he i don't i don't think he'd be as like uh no like, no i think he would be, he would have a team controlling his social media i don't like, think he would say i don't think he would i think he wouldn't do it i don't i think someone would try to convince him to do it and he'd be like that's stupid i don't think like, kobe was like a brand i don't think jordan would have done was like, a brand no but i don't think he would have done like he's like you take care of that for me i'll show up to a commercial for three hours no that's what i'm saying so he would have a team run as a conference like i, I think it'd be quieter than we think i really do don't you, I, th- I just think i think pippin would have a big social media team yeah yeah scotty like to talk yeah scotty would definitely be on there is messy bro i think MJ would be like uh if you're familiar with how jay-z tweets <laughs> i think that's how jordan would be <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> once every uh, yeah, once. six years i don't know <laughs> like right, something like that right. once every six years yeah. right and show up on spaces one time out of yeah. nowhere Just, yeah yeah <laughs> will will would have been all all over that on tinder too oh yeah oh yeah will would have an instagram will, will would be an instagram legend like for real. yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually a lot of them dudes in the 70s like they were they were that kind of super TikTok. flashy and a- cool. aba yeah. would have been a tiktok league <laughs> oh my god dude oh walt frazier look dude. Can, can you imagine? oh man oh my yo walt frazier twitter back oh my gosh <laughs> oh dude listen forget about it man. all them outfits forget trying about to it, be man. seen bro trying to be seen okay <laughs> Yeah, for forget sure. about it, man. Like, <laughs> yo, on the, so on the topic of brands, uh, what do y'all think Patrick Williams' brand is <gasps> right now? If we're, I mean, it, it's still very, <laughs> still very early. I mean, it's two games. Anyone can have two bad games during the regular season, and people will. But given the hope that people have, the high draft pick, it it hasn't looked good to start. So let me start with you, uh, Matt. Uh, how do you assess what we're seeing from Patrick Williams in these two games? And do you think it is a level for concern? Yeah, I'm getting there on my level of concern um, because it's starting to look more and more like what some Bulls fans have been saying for a while now. I didn't want to believe it uh, because I saw the physical tools that Pat had and I saw the potential for his game to build out into something really beautiful and potentially dominant. But what those fans have been saying is where, where is the aggression? I mean, um, and you know, Stacy and Adam were joking about it on the broadcast uh, uh, last night against, against the wizards. Like it just looks like he's just floating through the, through the motions on a basketball court, completely disinterested in what's going on around him. Um, You know, like, like not grabbing a body and boxing out when it's like, dude, 
One of the things you can do if you're not getting shots and people aren't running sets for you on offense, fucking go to work on the glass. Billy Donovan said to the media, I told Pat to go get some freaking rebounds. You want the ball? Go grab the ball off the freaking boards. He's not even doing that. He's got, what, four rebounds for his first two games that you're starting power forward? It, it just seems he seems completely disinterested in playing basketball. And that's the part that's worrying me now. Yeah, 100%. Um, Dave, why don't you go next? Like, I know you mentioned some stuff last night when you were on the show, but um, yeah. what are your, where are you at with Pat? Uh, I'm not <laughs> – you know, I, I pick on Matt because, you know, I'm Matt, you know, is always on the edge. And, you know, of anything, of all the time. But I'm, I'm with him yeah. right now. Like, yeah, I'm with him. I'm, I'm holding him by his shirt, but I'm, but I'm with him right now. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's, it's, that's the concerning part. It's an, it's, it, for me, it has always been mental. It's, it's never physical. We, like Matt said, we see the physical tools. We know what it is. We see how, what he can be. For me, it was always a mental block for him. And right now, looking at him and how he's playing, I, I see you don't even see the guy you saw rookie year. And that's what's concerning, you know? Like, you don't see the guy who's – him being engaged, like, him being aggressive and engaged are two different things. You know, like, aggression is what you wanted him to be and work on. But engaged, like, he already was doing that. We would see him get those blocks on Aiton. We see him get a block and then run the floor and get a ridiculous alley-oop and a great layup. It was just great engagement, you know, like that. Now he's just, he goes, he's, he's happy with just being there. Like he's happy with just being on the floor. Like, all right, I'm here. I'm just on the floor and, and that's cool. You know what I mean? And that's fine. And that's what's concerning to me because that's a regression. And I don't know where that idea came from for him. And, and that's what is, is disturbing to me. So I was reading uh, something like Joe Cali uh, said he had a one-on-one with Patrick Williams. And just reading the things that Pat Will said when he said, you know, I don't think it's easy to play with stars. Anybody can get the ball and score, but I think it's tough when you want to win and, and you play with stars. It's tough. And I'm like, that sounds, <laughs> that sounds like a dude who, who wants to be on the bench. Like, you know what I mean? That don't sound like a guy who wants to play and be uh, the reason you win. He seems like he just wants to be a part of the winning and that's comfortable for him. That's concerning. Like hearing that, that kind of statement and stuff like that, it's very concerning to me. If he's if he's more comfortable on the bench, though, cool, fine. But I, go be the best bench player there that we have. You know what I'm saying? Be the sixth man of the year. I don't care. That's fine. Be Ben Gordon for all I care. I'm cool with that. But it's just that mental that he's speaking with now of him just, eh, you know, just running around. Just, that kind of stuff just concerns me. It, it really does. It he's not playing me. on the KD Warriors, too. Like, it's not like right. some super team where he's like, Right. Oh, there's so many stars I can't even find my way in. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I, I yeah. think you I think you're both right because like I'm I find myself like stuck between I know he's had all of these injuries and really hasn't played much as an NBA player, but at the same time, one of the things we were talking about during the offseason is that we just want whatever role he's in, like you said, Dave, we just want to see him become a, a star in his role. So whatever level mm-hmm. of role player that is be really good at doing that but he's not even really good at being that like whether it's a low volume defensive role player he's not even maximizing that so i think that's really where my concern is falling in that he just can't even 
get past that like initial level of just being really good at something very minimal on a playoff caliber team. What do you think, John? I mean, I still believe, right? Like it's hard not to Mm -hmm. believe he has, he's the most coveted uh, uh, athletic wing with that has offensive skill is still what every team is looking for. Mm -hmm. Then like, I, I think it's mental. I, I, we need to take him to Joshua tree, drop acid. He needs to have like, he needs to like, like paradigm shift his brain. You know, I want people to do, I've never done it, but I, I really admire people who tell me they have. And like, and like, they're always like, yeah, there is a God and it's a, and it's a face and I am now going to be a good person now. Like, but like they really describe it. Like, I think he needs one of those moments uh, uh, because I do think he doesn't know. I don't know if it's being hesitant because of injury history, but it's like, Mm. that's everyone in the league that's everyone in the league like everyone has gotten hurt it's not like he had a uh, sean livingston type injury right that was like Mm. traumatic and so i do think that like you hold on to him as long as you possibly possibly can his value is lower than it was but like it's been two games he's gonna find his way in uh and again there's those types of positions, that athleticism, that size at that position, there's less than 10 in the entire league. And he's one of them. Mm, right. That's I think true. like, no, no, sorry, but he was saying also, you know, like you, you got to get your all-stars off. Like, you know, you got to get those guys going. I'm he's like, overthinking oh, it. bro. Put you got to get going. Like, yeah. What are you thinking about? Put this? that Just orange go. thing in that basket hole. Yeah. That's all you have to do. Right. Make that, that you stop that guy from putting that orange thing in the other basket hole. That's it. Right. Yeah. I don't need you to, to be You're point not a facilitator. Guard coach. Yeah. Right. I don't need you to be the point guard. That's not your job. Like, that's that's a Donovan thing. Then. Honestly, mm-hmm. like honestly, I don't. I'm not like this offense. Like whatever. Like look, if you, I wish he would do certain things more aggressively, assertively, um, mindset wise. But like that's whatever to me. Like what's frustrating me is the rebounding. Hundred percent, one hundred percent. Anyone that's that one. Tall, big and long, athletic, big ass hands like that, dude. There's no way you should end the game with two rebounds like, with how many minutes you're playing. Like to to Matt's point, like you're you're not seeing him. Like when when the when the Bulls are on offense, in particular, like he when he's standing out on the perimeter and you know another teammate is shooting the ball, he kind of just trots back on defense, and it's like, dude, no attack the glass, use your height, use your length, get on the boards. And then on the defensive end too, like, dude, just get aggressive on the board. If he did nothing else but this rebound, I think we would see a big, like, I think people would be not as frustrated, but I think that's the biggest thing for me right now. Just if, if you saw that aggressiveness and then I think the offense would come slowly like I feel like his defense, like the first game overall, I wasn't. I thought he was solid. Let yesterday, not so much. I think that'll come around. But like I said, just that that part sticks out to me the most. It's like, how are you not rebounding the ball better? I just don't get that. And that that's where the mindset, I guess, comes in. Where it's like, man, you just you need to be starving for that ball. Like I want this ball, and I, I need to get this ball. And I, I just need to see that from him more. So, that, yeah. and that's I want to see frustrating yeah. because you saw him do it in that last preseason game, exactly. Right? exactly. Or, or you saw him do it in the the regular season finale against Minnesota last year. It's like, 
it's like Pat has those games where it's like, oh, nobody, nobody else is playing. I'm the only one out here playing. I'm I'm allowed to score. I'm allowed to be aggressive. Okay, cool. And then you're like, oh yeah, he dunked five times and was crashing the boards all night. It's like, dude, you can right. still do that when Zach and Demar are out there getting their their buckets too. It's like he right. feels like it's like I'm only allowed to go hoop if I'm the only one out here. It's like, nah, yeah. dude, that's not how it works. Yeah, that's that's all mental. Like that is all mental stuff, man. And and that's again, that's the frustrating part is you see how good it is. And I mean, I mean, Mark K made the comparison of Lowry, and I thought it was a pretty accurate comparison because you saw all the skills and tools, and then you would go see him stand in the corner and be comfortable with that. And that's the idea that I don't like is just being comfortable with it. Like, and you don't have to accept it. You know what I mean? Like, you can change it anytime you want to, but it has to be on you. And so worrying about DeMar, get, you think DeMar, DeMar is going to get his shots, like whether you're there or not. Like you don't have to worry about DeMar getting off or doing something. And if you're worried about your stars getting off and getting them going, if they don't get going, then what are you going to do? Like if, if the thing, if they go 0 for 5, 0 for 6, and they're not there, what's up? My point is you, we aren't seeing you in any capacity of that, whether they're going or whether they're not going. I'm not seeing you. You know, and that's what it felt like five on four watching him in that heat game, man. It, it really did. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot Pat was out there. Like I'm watching Drummond look like him. I'm confusing him with Andre Drummond because Drummond's going for tip dunks. I'm like, damn, Pat Williams did. Oh, that's Andre Drummond doing that. Like it was shocking. And that, I did that a couple of times and, and it was surprising. But yeah, man. But like John said, even with all this, it's the reason we feel like this because we still believe in this dude. I do. I hundred percent do. Still, I so like. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not odd on him at all. And like, I, I'm. You know, obviously, I want. I want him to do well. Obviously, we all do because we're Bulls fans, and it matters to uh, the team in particular for him to succeed. But yeah, it just we just need to see him like be more like you know, just like he wants it more. Like he wants it. Yeah. Like he, he talks about wanting it, but like, dude, we need you to stop talking about it. We just need you to do it. Yeah. I'm I'm not out on him, but game by game, the more I see of this, the more you know, what's the old saying? If somebody uh shows you who they are or tells you who they are, then believe, believe them. it. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah. mean <laughs> he, he, <laughs> at this point, like he's showing me a lot. So I mean, maybe he's just not that type of guy and I, I don't know what yeah. type of player that means he will end up becoming but you know correct maybe him and you know guys like him and Lowry Markin they're just not those type of guys that are really going to impose their will or aggression on a basketball game regardless mm-hmm. of Lowry the is now role. baby now, now, oh, now Lowry he's home baby <laughs> he's home man natural he's home yeah, yeah, I told yeah. y'all man man to tell you I told him for months this is when they signed him to Utah that that dude was home all right, he's at the yep. crib. He is home, baby. Oh my god! Yes. I tell you what, Jazz are gonna have to trade some players if they want to actually tank for Wemby. Oh, they will. Clarkson's they gone. Will? Rudy Gay's gone. They're all that, gone. That roster is too. Like, there's too much like too many like NBA players for it to like truly tank. So Walker Kessler. Walker Kessler has not, I don't think he's missed a basket yet. Guys. Oh, he hasn't. Okay, I haven't, I haven't watched <laughs> Kessler's too much jazz. Okay. 
Fair enough. Texas Ranger, baby. <laughs> you ever seen his face? That you look at him like that. Yeah, that's Walker Kessler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, is, that is definitely a Walker Kessler. Like, it's like no notes. They nailed it. Like their parents, that's it. <laughs> they have built a good, they've built a good Utah team, I guess. <laughs> Utah, yeah. uh you, a fit for Utah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, he said no notes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So oh my god. So what so uh <laughs> We did have some bad news uh, before all of these games started when we found out that Zach Levine was going to miss uh, the opener and would not play against Washington, but he is expected to play uh, tonight against Cleveland. It was described as load management, knee management, whatever. It's kind of been a little vague, but there's been a lot of skepticism from Bulls fans and pretty much any any fan about it after 10 days in between uh the end of preseason and the beginning of this season. So uh, there's not a whole lot of information out there, but again, there is some rifle skepticism. So uh, Dave, where are you at right now with Zach Levine? Like, is this, is this something, is it nothing? Like, how do you expect him to come out tonight and play? Oh, that's a good question. Um, How do I expect him to come out? I don't know. Uh, I have no idea because I really don't know what this is, is, this management or is he hurt? Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out here. Um, yeah, it's, it sounds weird. The whole thing sounds weird and and tough. And I just don't know what to make of it right now because I've never seen a guy low manage on the first game of the season. And it's it's difficult. I've seen it like after the first game, yeah, take the game off, you know what I'm saying, something like that. Yeah, but not to walk into a season after a few days prior, you were telling us how great you felt. And then it's like, all right, you can't play. <laughs> it's, it is like, oh man, like this is a weird situation for me. Um, I do, ex- I expect him, you know, to try to do the things that he always does. Uh, but I will be watching to see how he does it. Is because I don't expect him to be tentative. Uh, but I'm gonna be watching for it though. I'm, I'm gonna be looking it. Uh, I'll see what it is. Um, yeah, I'll, for sure. I, I'm con- yeah. I, I shouldn't say I'm concerned, but. I'm looking at it a little differently, like, because it's weird. It's a weird uh, situation. John, I know you need to get going here, uh, so we'll let you answer really quick. Uh, yes. If you, if you can. Um, <laughs> what are your concerns level on Zach? Just because it's kind of weird that he sat out those 10 games or 10 days, and then all of a sudden he can play game one. What's the scale? Like, is it, like, he's in my level. So is it, like, DEFCON? Is it five chili peppers? Uh, I'm very, I'm concerned. He's load managing before he had a load. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 and, 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 Amazing, a pri- yeah. and a week prior, he was like, man, it feels so good to move without ever thinking about it. I feel so good. Yeah. I'm, I'm so free now. And then it was like, no, you're not. But in his defense, this schedule's insane to start the season. Two games it on is. the road and then a back to second night of a back to back is your home opener. That's insane yeah. against mm-hmm. a, yeah. against a good team. Like, that's, that feels, stupid and it feels like maybe they were just trying to save him for the home opener to make the home opener feel special and have it be maybe that's all it was but it's a very weird schedule but yeah when you don't when you get surgery and then you don't play we can't believe you when you say you're good right <laughs> if this was february like if this was february and they were doing this i'll be like yes this is what i wanted them to do with zach yeah the start the season like what What's going on here, guys? Mm-hmm. Come on. Like, you're you're lying to us. Something's going on. Like, did he – like, why, if the knee was a concern, why was he playing at all in preseason? Like, why yeah. did he play log any minutes in preseason? He should have sat 
Like after the first game, if there was yeah. like any thoughts that, hey, my knee is maybe I should not be playing right now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. 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 So. I mean, it's it's a it's a big investment for the Bulls for the amount of money that they uh they signed Zach to. And uh I, I guess I don't really blame them for being extremely careful or overly careful with it. Sure. But it, it sure. definitely doesn't really pass the smell test when you've had the time in between when the words he was saying uh kind of contradicted. So it, it's it, it's definitely a, a different situation, I think. Uh we or not even really a different, but just an unpreferred situation. Matt, what do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm concerned. Um, I think the frustrating part for Bulls fans right now is that all we heard from Zach from the Bulls is had to had to play hurt because he did not want to miss his first chance at playoff basketball. We all respected that. And, you know, mm-hmm. once again, witness just how tough Zach is. Okay, season's sure. over. Great. Let's have that knee procedure. Knee procedure happens. They say everything goes fine. And Zach is spending the offseason, you know, rehabbing, recovering. And by the time they get to training camp, all we're hearing is Zach feels great, good, full participant in practices, playing five on five. Everything's good. Meanwhile, Bulls fans were all like, you know, spending most of their time concerned and worried about what the heck was going on with Lonzo and that news getting worse and worse and worse by the day. So we all just kind of, I think, wanted to assume that, hey, well, at least Zach's fine. Uh, because, you know, who who wants to deal with worrying about the knees of two of your team's most important starters when you're going through your you know few weeks of training camp? And then the way that it was just all of a sudden, seemingly, to us, and, you know, Dave and I joked about it. It's like they get on a plane to Miami for their season opener and then drop an injury report that's like, oh, by the way, Zach's questionable. Bye. <laughs> We're all like, wait, no, time out. What? Zach's questionable? For the season opener? Why? How? What What changed yeah. from when Zach two days ago said, fine, feel great. Loving it. Loving life. Ready to play. What? Now it's minor discomfort. It's managing an injury. It's not load management. It's knee injury management. Like what the the hell does that mean? It's just the latest example of not getting a straight answer. And that's something that Bulls fans, I think, are allowed to be frustrated by. As far as it looks like he's going to play against the Cavs tonight in the home opener, and then we'll see where we go from there. Based on what Billy said about this earlier this week, I'm not feeling super confident about this. Like, well, he's just going to have to load manage sometimes. We'll see. But maybe it's just that he needs to play his way back in because it's the first five on five he's played in a long time because he didn't do any of that while he was rehabbing the offseason. Mm-hmm. I don't know. man. It, it, it was it was frustrating the way that we learned about it. Um, it's still confusing what exactly is going on. I know Bulls fans feel like we're being lied to or that, you know, shades are being drawn on, over our eyes in, in some capacity. All we know is it looks like he's going to play tonight. And then from there, I, one day at a time, that's what this sounds like to me right now. And that sucks. I, I think what we need to see is him being Zach out there. Like if we see that, then I think we'll be like, okay. That's fine. Let him sit. Like the like I said, I want him to load manage. I do. I throughout the season, I want their games where look. Let's sit Zach if there's a back to back, or 
four games in five nights. It just, like I said, it just really annoying or concerning that it happened <laughs> like the season opener. It's like, what? Right. Yeah, that's the concerning part. Not the load management. It's a, it's when, not the what, what, where, the when. Um, mm. That's what's really annoying, concerning. But like I said, like if today he comes out and he looks like Zach, for the most part, obviously there's going to be some rust. But like sure. you still see like the, the things he does out there, hitting those tough shots, um, you know, getting to the into the paint, um, doing the things that he normally does, I think we'll we'll be like that's okay, yeah. cool. Look, collective sigh of relief in Bulls Nation. But yeah, and it, um, it's sorely yeah. needed too. So I mean, like it's no, sorely needed. Like DeMar needs help, man. Like that, yeah. like yeah. on the perimeter, like obviously Vooch is Vooch is there and he's been great. But like you're kind of seeing, like to your point, when with that second unit, we need somehow with one of Zach or Demar to blend in with that second unit to have a yeah. dependable half court score. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, you got to have it, man. Yeah, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, it's, it's all good. Um, you know, we we I mean, we just got out of it, or not even got out of it, but we just kind of went through this with the Lonzo Ball situation, where yeah. almost like a normal injury just keeps getting kicked further and further and further down the road and then like it, it's trickling into this season and uh it, it becomes more of a long-term concern so like for mm-hmm. bulls fans it's like all right this whole thing with zach is starting light and you know it, it's something from last season but you know we get these vague updates then questionable out of nowhere then missing the games and then it's just like you know, Bulls fans are really uh, justified in kind of being like, ah, shit, here we go again. Like, what's going on? Like, hopefully this doesn't become something that affects the team at a really crucial point in the season. So it, if if it's more than can they just say it or I don't, I don't know, like it just it just kind of sucks being in the dark about it. Yeah, that's a great point. Like and it. it uh, it just really sucks because, you know, Bulls fans, like, we've had to deal with stuff like this mm. like every right. kind of offseason. You know what I mean? Like, it's par for the course. And it's not normal. You know what I mean? It's not normal at all. But it's sadly been normal for Bulls fans to go into, an, into a regular season, not hold. You know, not not having everything, all, all your pieces in place and everything ready to go. It's always something. You know what mm. I mean? Like, something had to happen. Um, and that's how it's just been. You know, for Bulls fan, that's what sucks about it because you don't want that, especially when you saw the team this season. I was, you know, really excited going in, uh, watching it. What what gave me calm is like, okay, well, they still have a decent team. Even with that, they still have a a decent basketball team that can hold the line. But it's the fact that you don't want to deal with the extra of it. You know what I'm saying? And them not being uh, forward about it was a surprise to me because – you know, I understand you don't hear things that come out of that front off, which I don't mind. That's cool with me. But not being uh, forthcoming, you know what I'm saying, with Bulls fans. And like Matt said, just hopping on the plane and then dropping it on you as they get on the plane. I, I, I just, I, I didn't like that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. I didn't like that. They don't owe us anything. I'm just telling you what I didn't like. Um, but yeah, man, like, and that's the concerning part. But you're right, Celine. If I see Zach come out and, you know, he does a couple of those moves, He's got that burst. Um, you know, he, he hits a couple shots, looks solid. And, uh, again, winning cures everything. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, getting a win tonight would be huge uh, for that. 
also against uh your division rival. Yeah. This is a big game hey. tonight. Uh not like in the grand scheme of things where it's gonna determine something down the road, but I mean you're playing right. against a really right. talented Cavaliers team, new look Cavaliers team with Donovan Mitchell, all of his talent. Like it's a it's a good early yeah. uh season uh test for this for this team. So uh a really big game tonight. Uh mm-hmm. so we, we we talked about DeMar DeRozan and how amazing he's looked we talked about Vooch who seems to be turning it around hopefully Zach is on that same level uh when he comes back tonight from his injury uh let me start with you Dave do you see any like who who are your predictions for like all-star appearances this year do you see any all-NBA appearances on this team this year potential MVP I don't know but like what what award predictions do you have for uh, any players on this team this year? Well, whatever they are, they're all going to DeMar. Yeah. <laughs> like, he gets all the awards. Like, that's who gets them all. Like, it is DeMar DeRozan, every award. He gets it. Six man of the year, sure, why not? Hand it to him. Um, he, he gets all the awards. Um, but even more honestly than that, you can look at Ayo uh, getting some love probably for, like, and he, I shouldn't say he won't be in it because I don't know how it will end, but Stuff like most improved player, uh, he can be he can be four. Um, I want to see Kobe White in being discussed in the six man of the year award. Like I don't think he'll be in it. Like the finishing the top three, I just want him to be discussed. That that's all I really want. Mm-hmm. Um, Caruso, you know, defensive player. You know, I mean, on the all defensive team, I should say, because uh, he was headed there last year for sure um, before the injury. And yeah, like those, those kind of awards I, I, I want to see, um, but I want the health award, honestly, <laughs> like give me the health <laughs> award and I'll be fine. You know, the, give me the rush hospital health award <laughs> for this Bulls team and, and I'll be good to go. Like, cause they gotta be healthy, man. Cause we, I really want to see, cause this team just has a, they're built to run, you know, and that, and they're deep. Like you said, Ed, I've, I've said that often mm. uh, on the show, like how deep this bench is. When everybody's there, like this is a really they, they are built to get on your nerves and run. Like that's what they're built to do. Get on your nerves and run. You know, agitate you, get in your passing lanes, get on your nerves and run. And you saw you kind of saw that stuff in the first two games. Um, they were getting on their nerves, taking the ball from them and running. And and that's what you want to see from this uh Bulls team, especially on that bench. Uh, because that bench has potential to be one of the best in the league, I think. Mm. So yeah, though. As far as the awards, though, like everything's to DeMar and maybe like Ayo, Kobe, and Caruso getting some consideration as well. Matt, what's your thoughts? How about you? If there was a health award, the Bulls wouldn't even be in the, you know, <laughs> others receiving votes. They would, they would just be listed as also ran if there was yes. a health award. <laughs> Absolutely oh, true. Oh, my God. Absolutely um, true. You know, I mean, Dave's on the money. If, if anybody on this Bulls squad right now, as things look two games into an 82 game season is going to be in contention for awards and honors. DeMar is going to make an all-star team again. DeMar might have it in him to make another all NBA selection. Huge. If Zach actually works his way past this, you know, knee, whatever it is and plays 60 plus games and is who he was last year, then Zach will certainly be vying for another all-star selection. And beyond that, I think the most likely other possibility is Caruso making all defense. Um, assuming that Lonzo's out until at least January, he's not going to get there with just half a season at best. Um, right. And I don't really, you know, 
I, I love Dave's optimism for wanting Kobe to at least be sniffing that conversation for six man. I don't see that as a very likely scenario. Um, and I, I mean, like seeing IO be in the conversation for most improved would be incredible. Mm. Seems like an outside shot, but who knows? I mean, honestly, who knows if IO ends up and you know, the conversation that we had with our guy, Mark K on Wednesday night's post game is like, and I think it, you know, was spawned from somebody in our comments, like, what if by the time Io is actually ready or Lazo is actually ready to come back, I just won that starting job. Um, certainly possible. If that's the case, then maybe he would be in the conversation for most improved player. Um, but yeah, I mean, DeMar being an all-star is the obvious 1A answer. Mm. And beyond that, I, I mean, I, I, don't I would see a whole lot. I would consider. I mean, let's say I'm I'm hoping it doesn't come to it. Knock on wood. But if Pat doesn't, you know, get going by then, um, I would even just consider starting um, Lonzo at the three, and then move Demar at the four, and mm-hmm. kind of do that small ball four guard lineup yeah. with Vooch in the middle. We'll mention that too. Yeah, we yeah. talked yeah. about that too. Like, hey, just you know, start both, start Lonzo and start mm-hmm. Io. Right, right. It, like, if it comes to that, I mean. It, it is, yeah. I mean, it, it's a good, it's a good problem. I was giving us a good problem to have, right? Like, true, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, look, I'm not, I'm not complaining about it. I'm not, you know, it's, I love it. I love that, you know, this kid is so good that we're just like, man, I don't know if we can take him out of the starting lineup. So mm. that, that's, that's fantastic <laughs> to hear. Yeah, I, yeah, love, that would be great to hear. Yeah, I'd love to see him as a dark horse for uh, MIP. Uh, yeah. Only, only downside is that isn't like MIP is usually like people that like just launch and like scoring like yeah. points per game and scoring. Yeah. So, uh, he, yeah. Yeah. So might not, uh, you might not get it, but could certainly definitely be in the conversation for it. If he is maybe like, maybe it's an outside chance. He has like 15 a game this year or 14 a game. I don't know. But with that and good defense, I think that's in the discussion. The other yeah. thing that we need to see is Javante win the dunk contest and Andre Drummond Ooh. win the three point contest. Those yeah. are the other awards. <laughs> so, do you think with the way Vooch has started out, there's like a, a maybe a borderline chance of him getting All Star considerations? Who Vooch? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I don't see why not. Or even it's maybe like an injury. It's certainly not impossible. Yeah, it's not impossible. Yeah. No, like, he's a he's honestly a thirty and ten game away from consideration like that. Honestly, like he he drops thirty and ten on a game where it's on like ESPN or something like that, he'll immediately get consideration, like without doubt. Yeah. Because he's already been there. They know he's an all-star and, you know, people are, you know, creatures of comfort. And so since you know him, yeah, you'll be like, oh yeah, I watched him drop 30 and 10. Like, yeah, he's still good. Yeah. Click. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. and like, the, I think the, the Vooch slander on Bulls Twitter has been a little more subdued in these first few games than it was most of the entirety of last season. There are still some hangers on to Vooch Hater Nation. Oh. Um, shout out to our friends, C Red Fred and his pal Doug, there who are is. still slandering Vooch on their Twitter, Twitter timelines. I mean, like, all they have to hang their hat on as Vooch haters through these first two games is, well, he's not hitting his threes. Right. All right. Hit maybe the biggest three of the game next to DeMar's and their win in Miami. Sure did. And then, you know, hit a couple in the game against Washington. And oh, by the way, is like averaging close to 20 and 15 through these first two games and playing better defense, competent defense. 
I mean, like, and we all know how underappreciated he is as a passing big man, keeping that ball moving. I, but Vooch is great. Vooch is great. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to get all-star nods um, when you're a big in the NBA, mm-hmm. you know, fewer, fewer spots. Uh, and there's so many just incredible big men in the Eastern conference. So mm-hmm. I, it's hard. It's hard to see Vooch making an all-star appearance this season, but I like what I've seen through two games and I don't care that he is, you know, that he's not shooting 50% from the three point line. Who knows? Maybe his numbers will still come up. I, all I want is for him to shoot 35% from the three point line instead of 31% like he did last year. If he does that and does all the other things that Vooch is great at doing, I I'm happy. I'm right. It's frustrating. Like, like, I love Fred and Doug, but, like, they've lost a boat on the Vooch discourse. They've completely lost a boat on it, and it's it's getting frustrating to the point where, like, I just need to stop, like, responding. <laughs> I just need to pull back and just stop responding to the, the Vooch discourse. Just ignore it. I'm, uh, I'm gonna... just, like, I don't – like, I yeah, he missed shots, but it, just, it was just perplexing, and I was, like, you know, just completely, like, how the hell are you saying he had an awful game? What? What? Cool. So he had an awful game. Yeah, Fred, like uh, well, he like Which it, was, it, it was at game one it, it, at halftime. He was saying Vooch is oh, awful, and I said, oh, "Look, man. yeah, he missed shots, but have you seen everything else he's doing out there? Are you paying attention? What is going on? Like this is like it's it's like a bit that they're just dug into so hard that they can't let go of it that they have to just be negative and hate on Vooch, and it's just like stop." It's like, what are you doing? I don't know. I'm, it just I, all right. Breathe, Celine. Breathe, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then there are people that agree with them. Like, are you guys all like just like on drugs right now? What's going on? I, I think so much uh-huh. of the Vooch stuff is still based on the trade and Wendell Carter looking good playing in yeah, Orlando. True. So I think it's it's that, and yeah. it's, it's like. You know, oh, he could have been doing that in Chicago. He wouldn't have been doing that in Chicago. But I, I think it's he needed a change. Yeah, he, he, needed he needed a change. change he so, said it. Yeah. He said it to we have Mark Schindler on um often, and he told Mark that he needed to uh a change of scenery. He told Mark that. Yeah. So, so like this whole conversation that Wendell would just be doing that here, everything that he's doing now in Orlando, oh, no, no. no, he would not. Oh no. I've been saying no. Also, Fred, we've had Vooch that was Vooch and Wendell's numbers last year were not like that different. Wendell's yeah. weren't like astronomically better than Vooch's, and Vooch was having a tough down year finding his role on a new team that won forty six games. Mm-hmm. Wendell was looking slightly better than the garbage we saw th- through the first three years of his career on one of the worst teams in the league, and everyone was like, "Oh." We must find more flower petals to throw at the feet of Wendell. <laughs> Slash, this trade was terrible for the Bulls. I was like, what the hell are you guys talking about? By the way, they're 0-2. Like, just want to toss that out. And again, he's still, like, me and Matt always say, like, dude, he's going to get you, like, 10 points, 10 rebounds. He's going to always be around that. And that's what he's having. Like, he's 12 points, 10 rebounds. Like, that's, that's yeah, that's what he's going to get you. That's Wendell. He's, and he's, I don't even like saying this because he is playing better. And, I said that when he left, I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good place for him because yeah. it's not going to be on him as hard yeah. in, in Orlando. It's just not going to be on him. Yeah, we- and he found out he was blind. <laughs> he went out there <laughs> and he was like, oh, I can't see. 
Yeah. I can't see, and it's great. I'm like, all right, yeah. So I'm a Wendell, yeah. I'm a Wendell guy. I like him. I, 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 yeah. I do think like you know, there's certain things about him when he was here. Um, it was mental too, like his offensive side. His defense yes. was always good. And some here. of that wasn't his fault. Right? Yeah, <laughs> no, some of it wasn't his fault. It was kind of like the Jim Boylan thing, kind of saying yelling at him for shooting jump shots. Sorry, I brought brought up it. Sorry, I brought up Egghead, but I, I had to. Lucky I left my lower uh, lines at the. Oh, oh my yeah, gosh, I know, I know, I, I know, <laughs> I know. But like, it, 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 it's just that kind of stuff. And Wendell is like the the, the Wendell we're seeing now. It's. It's what we would have seen if his if his development hadn't been like stalled here. Yeah, yeah. But it is what it is. I mean, but like I said, with Vooch, it's like the conversation around him. It's just become like goofy. I'm I'm gonna rename this like seasonal scapegoat award to the Carlos Boozer seasonal award. Seasonal scapegoat. <laughs> it's, wow, it's, I like that. It's the yeah, Carlos every Boozer year award. Somebody, there's a scapegoat. So this year it's going to be like... Carlos Boozer award. It seems to be like Kobe so far this year. Yeah, or like, it, no, it, or Pat like is Pat. running away with... Pat is running away with it. So we, we will probably see... <laughs> we will probably see the Vooch hate drop as the season goes on, but it's only because the Pat hate is going to rise. So... Uh, I expect Carlos Boozer to present him the award on the floor of the United Center at the end of the season. So, yeah. <laughs> expectations of Ex- keeping him high for that, sir. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. All right. But yeah, man, Bulls fans, I like that, bro. Like it's it's never a middle ground. It's either you're one way or the other way. You're zero to sixty, or you're sixty to zero. You know, it's never. All or nothing. Now, you know? All or nothing. It's like, all or nothing. Right. You can't right, do nuance right. here. You can't do nuance. No. You just no. They either didn't... suck or you're yeah. good. It's like no, <laughs> right, no right, middle exactly. ground. You can't. You <laughs> exactly. can't. You can't say okay. Well, okay. He did some things that weren't good, but look, right. he also helped. Like you can't do that. like who you just... like, like Demar Derozan. Like yeah, the dude averaging thirty plus. Yeah, <laughs> like you're rolling with. Yeah, <laughs> right. You right, know what right. I mean? Like there's. Yeah, but you're right. Like, this is how it is, man. But, yeah. you know, we love y'all. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that is what it is. Uh, we did lose John. I had one more uh, before we wrap up. Just something fun uh, that okay. I thought we would do. Um, it's a it's a, it's a a game that's been made popular because of TNT and, and one Charles Barkley uh, game called Who He Played For. Uh, so I am going to share my screen here so that I'm not just going to name names. Uh, okay. To make it a little more fair, and um, obviously with John, Gano, just going to be between you and Matt. So David, between David and Matt, and uh, so first one I'll, I'll do. It's a it's a little bit of easy one, I think. Uh, so I think I'll I'll the first person player will go with uh, if you can name this player Johnny Davis. Who does he play for? I'm just tell you right now. I'm sure I'm going to suck at this. <laughs> uh, Johnny Davis. I mean, I don't even know your face or your name. So can you see? Who you can you see? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I see it. I see him. Okay, okay. I didn't know if you like literally meant like you can't, or just like you meant like you don't recognize it. Okay. Hmm. Uh, both. Uh, both. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Day. I'm gonna say. Wait does 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 he play Orlando? Washington? I'm gonna say Orlando. So I feel your like final saw, answer is Orlando. I feel like I saw him on their bench no. last night. I'm going to say Washington. Right, okay, Matt, I'm going to say final Orlando. answer Washington. Mm. No, no, Orlando. I'm going to say uh, let's go with the Kings. Give me Sacramento. Sacramento. Okay. So Matt's correct. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's why I said it was easy because we, we just played them last night and they <laughs> and I don't know I don't know if you guys saw when they were doing their starting lineup that they announced them. So um but not the starting lineup, but the introduction of no, the I was looking at, team. No, yeah. I was watching DJ Cool, man. I was looking at DJ <laughs> Cool do the Fair enough. Fair watching. enough. <laughs> fair enough. That's a tough one right, right so, out the gate. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> All right. So the next, next guy, Georgiou Dang, who oh. he play for. I want to say Minnesota so bad, but yeah, I know that's me wrong. Too. Right. But I feel like exactly. he, didn't he used to play for the T Wolves? He oh, did, man. definitely. Yeah, he used to. He definitely yeah. played okay. for Minnesota. He definitely was there. Isn't he on, now? Is he on Houston? Oh. Uh, I don't know. Oh. Uh, hmm. Uh, <laughs> Phoenix? I'll say Phoenix. I don't know why I want to say Houston, but I don't know. Because <laughs> you're probably right. Yeah, I might be wrong. In though. Indiana. That's a good. Okay. That's a good guess. That's a good guess. Ed, Ed was the closest geographically. Is that over geographically? Geographically. 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 Yes. Uh, he was the closest. He plays for the San Antonio Spurs. Ah. Ah. Uh, wow. Okay. That sounds so, about right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> here's a guy, a Bulls killer. My man, Ish Smith. Who he played for? My guy. Okay, I'm gonna be upset that I'm gonna miss this because I saw him in the preseason. Yep, and I was like, "There go my guy!" And I was very happy. And I was. Excited. Do you want? Do you want me to see if you can get? Uh, do you want me to let you try to guess, Dave? Because I know. Let me. I know you know. Yeah, I know you know. And let me let me think though. Let me go back. All right. So, I'm just thinking of who the Bulls played in the preseason. So it was the Pelicans. It was uh, the Bucks. It was against the Bucks, and he's not on the Pelicans, and he's not on the Bucks, so he's on one of the other two teams. Um, uh, Denver. Is it? Why do I want to say the Hornets? I'm rolling. I'm rolling with Denver. <laughs> I'm saying Charlotte. <laughs> he was definitely on Charlotte. Yeah, but so, I know they didn't play him in the pre Charlotte in the preseason. Okay, that's the only reason I'm not saying Charlotte. Nuggets, baby. Nuggets. Oh, Nuggets. It was dead. That's yeah. correct. So, so Davey, get one. You're on the board. Mm. All right, I'll take that. Denver Nuggets. All I want is one. We good. He's played on like 15, <laughs> he's played on like 15 teams, though, it seems like like a lot. Yeah, he's a, oh, he's yeah, a career he's journey, man. Yeah. He's a career yes. journey, man, for sure. He's like the new hey, – he's like the new um, Rick Brunson. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, Ed, he, Ed, he, he got fabulous locker, man. With all them jerseys, baby. 100%. He got, fa- he got fabulous. Rainbow. He got Rainbow. Rainbow of jerseys. For sure. That's a fact. All right. This next guy. Kevin Knox. The guy has been, not been very good in the league so far. Uh, I, I only remember for? him with the Knicks. Used to be I only Knicks. remember him with the Knicks. Pretty sure he's with the Pistons now. I, I only remember the Knicks, so I'm just saying Knicks. I say, I'm saying well, he got traded to the Hawks, right? So he left after? I don't know. He's been traded like eight times. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know this one. I, I guess I'll say Hawks. Matt's running away with this thing. It's it's the Pistons. Of course he is. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Knox plays with the Pistons. Uh, Shout out. Fi- last one oh. we have. Oh, oh uh, got next. traded. Yeah, I know that one. I mean, yeah. Brooklyn. Utah to Brooklyn. I know yeah, this he's one. definitely on Brooklyn. Yeah, I know this one. Yeah. Right. This is an easy one. Should have started with this. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, for real, <laughs> man. I can start with that. Royce O'Neal, <laughs> Royce O'Neal was, the, was the motivation for the wind horse. 
Why would they do that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly right. I, I think I had joked, like I had joked that, you know, that uh, trade uh, Atlanta and Thunder did, like that random trade with just a bunch of like yeah, guys that are not any name that eventually got waived and it was just like for like a cap clearing trade. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I joked that they just did this to make who he oh, played you mean, for. Oh, uh, you, mean, you mean the Gar Foreman special? Yeah, the, I, ju- I joked that it, they, they made this trade just to make who he played for tougher on, on Charles Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> because that was exactly a who he played for trade. Like I was like, what is this? This yeah. is like... Who? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll take this, man. I'm proud of myself. I got two. I got, I got that. I got none. I, I, I'm proud of myself for getting close on the on uh, Gorgie Jang, though. I'm, I'm, I'll take that. <laughs> Gorgie Jang. Wow. I was trying to be as like you know tough as possible. Um, I think I, I think I selected good players. Like he has to be like you know journeyman and guys that you don't really you know hear about a lot. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that, was, that, was a good one. that was a good one. That was a really good one. Now, is it true? Now, none of them have played for the Bulls. No, they no. have not. Uh, I've wanted, no. you know, there's been many times that I wanted Ishmael just because it's, like oh, a thir- bro, as a third guard. I? As a third guard, <laughs> just to get him. I, I just because just because he could like score and like it bulls always it needed like a utility point guard because yep, their point man. guards are always injured. So I was yep. like, you know what? It wouldn't be a bad idea to have a Ishmith be your third guard. Just on rough. Never a bad idea to when, have an Ishmith when, point guard. When we were forced to sit there and watch those uh you know, you know who years when Dave and John and I were doing yeah. uh, like he would have been Ishmith would have been the second best player on those teams uh, behind Zach. Oof. And that's like mm-hmm. not even exaggerated. Yeah, man, I can't. I still Start can't time. believe like people hated on Zach for for like not taking those teams to the playoffs when he was literally playing with guys. Like it's funny when 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 we after people last are dumb, season, Celine. people no, are real, real dumb. It's insane. Like you you look at like last season when after, after the roster turnover and like the top five minutes players. We're not even in the league anymore. I was like, and you expected Zach to take this team to the playoffs. Like yeah. Thaddeus Young, well loved Thaddeus Young, who's been a solid vet and a <laughs> solid career, was the best player that Zach has ever played with. Yeah. Like, yeah. what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. And like, why are we why, doing that, Zach? That that is the exact reason why I found the discourse among certain pockets of NBA people some of whom are nowhere around the Bulls, the Bulls organization or Bulls basketball, who are like, oh, yeah, Zach, yeah. Zach's going to leave in free agency. He's unhappy because DeMar came and stole oh, I remember that. It's Those like, well, are you people insane? <laughs> Zach is making his lucky stars that finally he has some talent around him to help him win fucking games. Right. Yeah. That was classic material. Yeah. I remember that. I think it's, it's, it's to create those clicks. They, they need somebody. They need stories to talk about. Zach was the best free agent on the market, so they needed to create uh, headlines uh, to get clicks. Yeah. So, I mean, that is what it is. Y'all, y'all are in that business now, man. You got you don't become clickbaiters. Don't become clickbaiters. <laughs> nah. <laughs> we, just, we, just, we just are who we are, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> nah, man. We, we, just, we just sit in those chairs and, and yell for a half hour before the game and then yell for another hour after the game. <laughs> and yell during the game. So <laughs> we just no, don't put that part out there. Yeah, yeah just that, that. I, I asked him about where the mat 
anger meter was yesterday. You guys have an answer. I, I need to oh, know. Did we miss that? Yeah, yeah, I, I, had, I, mean, I had super chatted, and you guys, uh, I think, I think Joey I think he was it. super angry. I, w- I mean, I was, you know, bummed Probably that Clark missed that shot, but I yeah, thought that collectively yeah. they did not play that well, and were lucky to have right. a chance to steal that game. Mm. Right, so, right. I mean, I, you know, my anger meter last night after that game was, I don't know, probably like a two. Like I, I was okay. bummed that Demar missed that shot, but you yeah. know, whatever. It was, it's game two of eighty-two. Yeah. I need to fucking. It's still, it's still plenty of time to get that up. I mean, it's, it's yeah. gonna happen. <laughs> no, no, no! Don't don't underestimate the two, though. Is what I'm trying to tell you. All right, that, there's no. a lot going on in that two. <laughs> a lot going on. <laughs> if they if they lose to the Cavs at home tonight, I'm. Well, we'll just we'll, we'll you going to ten we'll, if they lose tonight. Oh my god! Uh, I don't garlic though. Like I didn't look, say that. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All yeah, right. I, I I would I need to see a win tonight. Like I know yeah. it's not like yeah. I mean, it's not a must win. Obviously, of course not. But, like, but it's but October. It's not a must. Right. Win. It's relaxed. <laughs> it's not a must win, guys. No, but like I need so to see a win. It's the third game tonight. of the like, season. No, for sure. You know I, mean? I just it's but you want to win. It's a good home opener. You want to win after a tough loss yesterday. You want to come back with Zach and get the win. We yeah. all, yes, completely get it. But don't jump off the ledge, boys. Nah, <laughs> no, no, sure. All right, it's all we say. Yeah. Well, we know y'all going to, and that's all right. That was a roller If you do jump off that ledge, come hang out with us tonight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you. We got your net, baby. Come on, hang out. <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, Big Dave, uh, Matt. Any final thoughts before we wrap up? Go Bulls. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I'm good, man. Um, no. It's always a, always a joy and a pleasure uh, and a privilege to come chat with you guys. Uh, Ed, Salim, Bulls Gold, always, always good stuff. And, um, you know, uh, it's just awesome that yeah. we, you know, off seasons are a long wait. And uh, I know yeah. Dave and I and our crew at CHGO are all thrilled to have Bulls basketball back. I, mean, I know you guys are too. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Very thrilled yeah. for that. Very thrilled to hang out with you guys uh, in the pregame and the postgame when we do the show, and even more thrilled to be on y'all's show uh, doing this, man. So, it's yeah, it's always fun talking to y'all, man, for real. Then, hey, don't oh. be surprised. I hop on a plane and just surprise you one day and just show up. <laughs> yo, yo, <laughs> hey, man. Hey. I, I, I do come, shit like that. Come like, on, too. Yo, come on down, I, I, man. I'm inviting myself to tag along. I tell you what, hey, man, come you can down, come man. if you can tell me who one of these people are. <laughs> tell me who one of these people are. You can come. Just uh, one. Just uh Johnny Davis. Okay. Johnny Davis. Right there. Ish, Ish Smith. Ish Smith is a good answer. <laughs> I, I, I'll even give you bonus points. Who you rap for? I'll even give you bonus points. I give you bonus points if you could tell me who the person in the middle is supposed to be. Oh, see, that's tough. Oh, that's cold. That's I, I cold. Man. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, don't do that too. No, no, that's, that's too much. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, we yeah, we always love talking with y'all. Always like some of our like funniest, funnest episodes. So always great to have you on. And yeah, we're Thank we're you. grateful for Bulls basketball to be back. Even we, we were just talking about the bad Bulls basketball scenes of the last three or four years. So like for me, and I've always told us today when we've had him on, I am I remain eternally grateful that there are adults in the room. And I will never complain about that because that means I get to watch entertaining basketball. So (laughs) if that means watching Andre Drummond go into isolation and then making a big play on the other end, 
I am completely fine yeah. with that. You don't know how much you helped me, Ed. I promise you. I'm good <laughs> I with that. The, so different. The, the alternative is uh, it, it could be yes. m- much worse. <laughs> oh, yes, it could. Oh, God. Salim, any uh, final thoughts before we wrap up, man? Yeah, um, much love to Dave, Matt. Uh, much love to John. Yeah, I'm John, sorry, yeah. John, if you're listening listen, and end up listening to this, I uh, apologize. We kept you a little longer than uh, you were intended to stay. Uh, but, you know, I love everything y'all do. I support you guys fully anywhere, everywhere you go. Uh, CHGO has been awesome. Mm. Um, obviously, I, I know a few people at CHGO, so um, it's it just like it's kind of like supporting uh, for me, it's supporting friends. So, like, yeah. It's, mm. I, I love y'all. Everything we and we appreciate do. it. And that's why, you know, the support goes two ways. Um, yes, you know, we, we respect and appreciate uh, and enjoy what you guys do here. Uh, and that you've been right. working at it for, for a long time. There, there, there is a short list of people that I would agree to do a podcast with uh, and for in the middle of my Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are on that short list. No, we're, uh, we're so grateful. Appreciate that. Definitely appreciate that. Yeah. We need to, we definitely need to get together again. I, I miss, I like throwing the pieces that we meant to pizza and get some pizza. Mm-hmm. We should uh, definitely do something like that again. Yeah, man. Uh, I'll tell you, next time we have a, a Bulls outing, because I'm sure we'll have one uh, this season for CHGO, we'll, we'll definitely put that out there. And yeah, you can come through, bro. And, you know, everybody who else want to come through. We'll, yeah, we're going to have fun. We're going to have fun, bro. Or, or should okay. we just, you know, go to a Windy City Bulls game and, and, and have a, a fun hangout mm. with Fred and he can tell us how much Vooch sucks. Yeah, I'm never against seeing Fred, man. Never against seeing Fred. I love Fred. Like, I I always love Fred, but like, yeah. He's uh he's crazy. <laughs> Fred, he Fred, the very friendly human being, adore. Fred, chaotic, awful takes bulls. Yes, I could do without. Yes, exactly, exactly. But yeah, that's that's all I got. Um, I'm excited. I got to see bulls are back. Um, they're so fun. There's a lot to be desired. Ayodesumu, the gospel of Ayodesumu, has spread across everyone <laughs> you're seeing like someone like Nikai's duncan uh who's a big uh, nba twitter uh very knowledgeable uh basketball person has talked about Nikai uh, io um you know you're seeing a lot of io love out there that's that's gonna be exciting to watch io all season as he keeps ascending um 100 yeah. and and people keep crying that the bulls were able to steal him from everyone Hundred yeah. percent. We're hoping to see him in the MIP conversations. We know he's not winning the Carlos Boozer Awards, so that's good. So, um, <laughs> yeah, lo- love what I'm seeing. It's always a my, good thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, I also want to shout out my guys, Chris and Lero. They started their uh, yeah. site, Swish Theory, their podcast. The yeah. first episode yeah. was really yeah. fun. A lot of great content. Go read read my guy Lero Golden's article. I don't know if you guys read it yet. Uh, breaking down the f- game one of the Bulls uh, mm-hmm. after the Heat, fantastic read. Really breaks down uh, plays. Coach Laro breaks down, teaches you some things about yes. uh, the X's and O's of, that are happening in the middle of the game. Uh, check it, check it out if you have an opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Check that oh, out. Laro, Laro is killing sure. it over there. Chris and Laro are absolutely killing it. So yeah. Everyone's doing big awesome things guys, in the Bulls man. community, man. So, yeah, yeah, very excited. Yeah. But, uh, yo, that wraps today's Bulls Gold. As always, you can catch our past shows wherever you get your part podcast on Apple, on Spotify, uh, on Podbean. And you can catch us right here on the Barroom Network. So, for Salim Sudawala, I'm Edward Shuler. This has been Bulls Gold, and we will catch you next time, Bulls fans. Record.